Today's podcast is presented by our friends at the Iowa State University Foundation, who are constantly trying to strengthen the Cyclone community. You can support tomorrow's big ideas with a gift today. Be loud, be proud, be a part of the movement, and donate to the college or a department that you are passionate about today. Loyal and forever true, let's all help Move What Matters by visiting MoveWhatMatters.com today. Podcast is fueled by Cody Rhodes and recorded in the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studio. Really need to get that English. Yeah, that Eng- well, oh, it's- he's going to resend it to me, and I lost the file, and he was going to make something up new for us. Oh, but it's been a productive. I mean, if you're if you're superstitious or even a little stitious, <laughs> then so you're saying no English is the reason Iowa State is. I'm just saying we played English a lot in September. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. I'm not wrong. It is a loose affiliation there. Well, I know English is going to listen to this, and it's it's your fault. It's my yeah, Chris. No, you're it's it's not your talent, man. I'm just it's your fault. The clones lost to Ohio, right? It's you know you put them on the hot seat. We are presented, as always, by our friends at Mechdyne, the wonderful Mechdyne Corporation. I want to give a thank you to all of the, We have a lot of Mechdyne employees that listen to the show, and they are they mean a lot to us. We've, we've been to a lot of their company outings, and they're really good people, and we wouldn't do what we do without them. So thank you to Mechdyne, uh, the Mechdyne Corporation. Hopefully we get an invite to the Christmas gathering this year. Because that was a hell of a time oh, last yeah. year. We got to do it. Although I think that bar closed. Yeah, it did. But I, you know, I'm sure they'll have options. another one. We got options yeah. in M Town. Let's go to go to Haverhill. Yeah, Clover. Uh, we appreciate it. Mechdyne.com. M e c h d y n e dot com. Hey, I also wanted to give a shout out here to start the program. Another one of our great advertisers, Colin Newell. Saw him running up and down the sideline in that five A semifinal Man, game. There's a couple great semifinal games. Yeah, Colin's a coach for the Ankeny Hawks who are going to play for a championship against Southeast Polk and a future Iowa State quarterback. God, he's a good looking kid. Moberly. Oh, oh, oh man. Yep. Uh-huh. Got, a good, got a good one there. Woo-wee. Uh, anyways, but Colin Newell, you can get your insurance from him. I'm in the process. Uh, Bloom, he, what did he say? You what? $600. $600 a year. Feels like every every week, every other week, somebody's texting me or tweeting at me that they've switched all their insurance over, and they're saving a ton of money. Good time of year to do that too, with the start of the year coming right. up. Colin Newell, uh, former Cyclone. Now, uh, congrats to Colin and, and the Hawks on that win on Friday night. That was fun watching Colin. And uh, I actually, I was I watched that game. You remember old Tron, who yeah. did all the shows with me? Yeah, from Tron Smith. His boy plays quarterback for Centennial. Oh, that's right. Trenton, and we were we were sitting there, and we had cheering for both sides. We were watching the Hawks and the Jags, and that was a really, really good night of prep football on Friday night. I enjoyed it, but, you know, and the, our Bondurant Blue Jays went down on Thursday. I yep, enjoyed watching tough, that, too. Lost to Western Dubuque, I think. Yep, yep, but no. Uh, shout out to all you kids out there maybe listening, or moms and dads playing in the Dome. Fun time of year. Very fun time of year. Loaded time of year for us. It was, I got off Cyclone Reaction at about, 2.15 last night, got to bed at about 3.30, up at uh, 8, got to Hilton, covered the men's game, women's game at 2, and then wrestling going on as well. 
it is that time of year where we're just completely spread out. But I love it. This is what you get into it for. You don't you don't get into this business bloom for June. No. You know, when you're chasing realignment stories. Like, th- this is fun. And, boy, last night, we'll start with the football. It it was weird. I, I, I won't lie. About 830, I'm like, this sucks, sitting around waiting I for the was- game. Like I was starting to get really pissed off. Yeah, it's like come on. And then they were, le- and then the game went long. And yeah, the, I was like come on, it's like, Georgia. All right, all right, Holly Rowe. Yeah, come on, we, we get, get off get this the question. Yes, I thought the same thing. But you know, when you get off to a start like Iowa State did, boy, it energizes you very quickly. I was going to say I was not tired when I that screen came on. See, I didn't know. Like I we were we were at the game watch at Torrent. It was a really good time. Probably had. You know, 150 people there. It, it looked, was awesome. You had the band? Yeah, the band came. Shout out to the band. They gave me these little pins that yeah. say, I'm with the band. It, so we raised, it was great. So for every Ames Lager sold, and they sold a bunch, a uh, dollar went to We Will, a dollar went to the band. Oh, really cool. I didn't um, know that that yeah. was a thing. That's yeah. cool. So, uh, but anyway, the, the screen comes on, and Iowa State's got the ball at the, at the five-yard line, and everybody just goes nuts, and it was just a... It was just a a, a a wave of emotion from there. Iowa State was was just so good right from the jump, and that was as enjoyable of road game because Iowa State just really had that thing under wraps, and you knew it was going to be a good night. Then it gets to midnight, and it, you, everyone's feeling really good, especially you, myself we're all, included. We're all witnessing. Yep. You were having a hell yep, of a time. I had a great time. I did have a driver. But you know, it, was, uh, it was just one of those it was one of those days where it's like, gosh, this is this is what this was fun. It was just fun. I I was thinking about you and I couldn't find a meme. I wanted to post it so bad when somebody they were you had you had taken out a, a cold Ames lager. Yeah. Because it was a fundraising. I was challenged by yeah. Cyclone Larry sixty nine. Yeah. To to have a, you you were challenged beer. and you delivered yeah and and it raised actually thousands of dollars for the We Will Collective <laughs> for some reason but you raised thousands of dollars for charity yes uh, yes somebody respond like they're all trying to get me to do it and I'm like no because I I really couldn't like I that's the problem I'm I'm the you last are actually person on the yeah on the radio yeah and I, I had no responsibility so I can't like just get hammered during these games right. like everybody else is watching so. I really was alcohol free and whatever, and these people were all. So I had one with them during halftime. Yep, we had a fun time with it. Whatever, it's easy to do when you're up by twenty four or whatever. I seven. Was. Somebody responds like, "Oh, Williams, like you, you're not having as good of a time as Bloom is, or something like that." And it, all I could think about was the old school line when Vince Vaughn says to Will Ferrell, "Yeah." We all know you had a good time. The whole goddamn planet knows you had a good time. And I could, I could not find the gif at all. That's, but that, that's what I was thinking about with you. It was, you know, but what a what a performance from the get go. Can I? I just want to. I want to single out one thing real quick, and this is very general, and it's not the only reason Iowa State was great. Yeah, that Rocco Beck has been really good. Yes, you know he he's had a phenomenal freshman year. Everybody's excited about him. Last night he put the team on his back. Like uh, there were plays in that first half where totally, you know, and and I uh, everybody's comment. Shieldhouse was phenomenal. Like I mean, this yeah. guy is a superstar. He's, he's playing chess out there. I'm telling you guys, like he is. He will have head coaching offers. I'm guessing after this year. Yes. Having said that, Rocco 
goes out there and just commanded that game. The throws he was trying to make, and a couple of them in the first half made you go, ah! right? Yeah. A little bit of Brock Bramer. Yeah, the couple to Bramer were about but the took old, his head off. The reason that you make that throw is because you have so much confidence, not only in what you're doing, but your teammates and also your system. And we just saw Rocco Beck go out there and really just take that game over. And, I, and, and what happens after that, we see it time and time again with this team. Then the running game opens up. Yep. You know, that offensive line gets a push from the pass game, and then they're pretty good once they get going like yep. that. And they, I thought they were fantastic. But I, I just thought Rocco in that first half, the second half was pretty boring because they were just killing the clock. Yeah, once Jalen had the 66-yard. Yeah, it was, the game was, was over. over. I, I just, I, I was really blown away by the quarterback. Yeah, so on that point, it's, I thought a couple interesting things that we talked about it on Wednesday. You know, what... What type of philosophy would Iowa State have, considering Iowa State tried to run the ball last week and largely early on didn't work great? Interestingly, though, Chris, because nobody saw it, Iowa State's first two plays, both runs. Yeah, uh, we, we didn't see it. We didn't see it, yeah. but, just, but it's interesting. Yeah. And then they got it all the way down to mm-hmm. the four and then threw the pass to, to Noel for the touchdown. But to that point, Iowa State in the second quarter, when the game was still competitive... It's ten to seven. I mean, it was ten to seven. BYU had the ball, so it's not. I, I know Iowa State got off the great start, but Iowa State did. Well, I I think we all were a little nervous when you you get that start and you're only up by three. Yes, right? and then and then Iowa State goes three and out, and be, then they get then Iowa State gets a stop. And I thought that drive, which started at the five minute mark of the first quarter, I think it was the drive of the year. In in a way, I agree. Um, I you converted agree. four. Third downs. And Rocco was awesome. Iowa State was six for six on third down conversions in the second. And Excuse me. That's seven straight third down conversions from the first quarter to the second quarter. That's awesome. You go back to the Kansas game. Iowa State at one point scored on 11 of 13 drives mm. dating back to the Kansas game. Yeah. That, I mean, that it's offense is, is cooking now. And Rocco was a big reason. He had a couple throws. One to Higgins, which was huge. That screenplay to Bramer was a massive play. But I think the biggest play, I think it was third and 11, and he's under pressure, scrambles around, kind of navigates. It wasn't the prettiest thing, but got a first down, kept that drive going. Iowa State punches it in, 17-7. to And from there, you felt a lot better, and Iowa State poured it on. So I agree. I thought Rocco played probably his best game. I would agree. And you could tell, I just watched it back uh, this morning, he was even checking some stuff at the line of scrimmage. He absolutely yeah. was. And so now you're That's what I mean see, about command. Yeah, like you he, just, he just felt like he's got it. He's a freshman. He's a freshman. He just turned 20 today. His birthday was today. Happy birthday, Rocco. Happy birthday to Rocco. But yeah, it, just a great performance. And then you're right. Once you once he started getting going and you worried about Bramer, Higgins, Noel, who are all good, then... Noel's taking his game to another oh, level. huge. He's and, seeing the field better. And the, and the line in the second half just... Dominate. Dominate the game. Uh, I also wanted to, on, on the Shieldhouse thing, you know, I what was so cool about it is, is it's exactly what you want. So BYU rightfully sees Iowa State's issues protecting Rocco last week. And they were, I haven't watched it back yet. I'm guessing they were really mimicking what Kansas was doing. And it works early on, right? And they were bringing a ton of heat. Mm-hmm. And Shieldhouse all of a sudden starts these timing screenplays to just completely blow that yep. thing up. 
And to watch our guy adjust and make the chess moves to, like, you're, we're used to seeing it with Haycock. Haycock does it all the time to the point where we're spoiled because it's like, oh, well, the defense will keep getting better, which they did. And he made some great adjustments last night. Yes, and they, they were, they didn't probably get enough credit for how good they were last night because of the offensive Agreed. explosion. But, but Shieldhouse was just, he was one step ahead of him. He was. He was. And utilizing all those weapons. Mm. It's hard to do. It's, hard. it's really hard to do. Like, I even had a moment at the end of the game where it was the fourth quarter. And, I, and, and frankly, and, and don't, don't be upset with me for saying this, Cyclone fans, but it, it got a little boring. Fourth quarter, nothing happened. Yeah. yeah. like it, it, it had gotten a little bit like that. But then I was looking around, and, and I – Nagoya was in the game. Yeah. You know, Cole's out there. Yep. And it was just like, holy crap. There's, like, there's more of them. There's so much young talent on this roster that you I, – I actually don't think it's been – we probably haven't spent enough time talking about how young the offense is. No. Right? Like no, it, I, it's it's crazy. And Brendan Black starting at guards. Yeah. By the way, I don't know his health status. He did get dinged up. He, I don't think he came back. I don't back. think he came back in either. So we'll check on that this week. Um, but you're right, up 7.1 yards per play. Yeah. That's insane. That's great. That's an insane number for the offense. That's uh, the highest of the year by far. And Iowa State, again, super efficient. How about this? 25 passes, 37 runs. So now, you know, we've, we've kind of, the, the air raid thing was a little bit of a, Kind of a joke. I like, think they were mocking they're, me. They, probably. But, th- like that... <laughs> I, actually, I'm pretty sure they were. But uh, it worked. But no, I mean, this is... That was... Like, you can't complain about Iowa State ran the ball too much. That, that's the beauty you know. of it. When, it. when it's working as well as it is yesterday... I'm fine you, with them running the football. I just think they need to pass it first. Yeah, 6.3 <laughs> yards per carry, though. So, you, it, it, and a lot of those were chunk plays, but yeah. just shout out. I thought James Neal played played really well. Jim Boniface was good. We have just had... said Abu Sama. Yeah, and it's... Man, he's just... He's got a different level of speed. So it well, was just impressive. I like the way they're doing the running backs, too. I do, too. I don't. I have a bunch of people tweeting at me, like, make some of the featured back. And I'm, I don't think I don't, that'd do him any good. Eli ran so hard. It's running and so hard. Norton now. softens Norton. them up. Yep. And, like, it, it's a really good thing that they, they have going. Now, will they be able to do that against Texas? We'll find out. That's more of a conversation that we will have on Wednesday, yes. uh, the Williams and Bloom Wednesday pod. Uh, real quick, too, on that. I know our guys, uh, Jeff, Woody, and Grant Mahoney have a big show lined up for their Kicking It show. They got the bear. The Chris, bear. Chris we the bear. We talked about the bear. Felica. Yeah. He's coming on their show this Holy week. cow. Look at Woody and Mahoney just. That's a really fun show. That's a show. great get. Have they you heard doing, that show? They are doing awesome. I yes. really, really, really think that's a great show. And, th- and those guys are going to be joined by Nate Schuster, the former Iowa State men's basketball player, walk on during basketball season to help them. Because they cool thing about Jeff and Grant, they're like, ah, we don't know the... They don't know everything. Yeah, so they're going to have that. And Unlike us, who we do know. We claim to know, we, everything. We know everything. No, that that's a good show. They got the bear coming on. That's great. Wanted to give them so a So, has plug. it been confirmed that is Big Noon coming? No. It's going to Maryland. It's going to Maryland. Yeah. Okay, so that's it's not coming. It is not coming. Okay, good, good to share. It, they actually announced that last night. Okay, see, I missed that. Clearly. I did too. Somebody told me when we were on post game. Okay. Well, and there you go. That's how that. Yeah. 
I want to thank a couple of our great sponsors. Bloom, one that you know a lot about, the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State. Did you know it's the number one full-time MBA program in the entire state of Iowa? It's number one for undergraduate entrepreneurship programs. It's the best MBA program in Des Moines five years in a row. And they've uh, been a big sponsor and supporter of what we do here at Cyclone Fanatic for a long time. Do you know what the best way to make more money is? Get a graduate degree. Advanced degree. Right away. Yeah. I mean, it's worth it. It's, yeah, I mean, if you could, it, and then it compounds and it, and all that good if stuff. If you're like, hey, I don't, know, or if you're kind of feeling like, hey, I don't know what's next, getting a grad degree, specifically an MBA, is so versatile. You can do a lot of things with that and uh, make a lot of money. Shout out to them, uh, our friends at the Ivy College of Business. Also, our guys at Terraplex Ag. The I harvest. Saw, I saw a buddy of yours that knows about Terraplex last night. Really? Yeah. Who's that? BJ. Your, your friend Mike from Paragates. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was at the yeah. Game Watch? Yeah. No kidding. Yep. Awesome That's incredible. Guy. Great, great time. Uh, you guys probably hit it off with we did. the uh, Cardinals Car- stuff. Did Cardinals you start talking about the Cardinals? We did, and, and just a good good yeah, dude. The, but the, he was t- we started talking about drones, too. Yeah, the Dreyer family down there in yeah. Farragut, they're, they're a big deal down in, in, in that neck of the woods. But, yeah, the, these Terraplex drones are kind of taking off. They, so I've been, I, I did a little research, and because I, I, I flew the drone before the – Kansas game. I flew like three of them. Mm-hmm. But then I went and looked at their Twitter page, and these things are incredible. Like, I mean, the, the technology is incredible. Check it out. If you're a, if you're a farmer out there, you're going to get into the winter. You're going to make some big decisions for your farm. Check out my friends at Terraplex, a local company here in the great state of Iowa. Uh, Matt, their, their guy, Matt, is a Creston guy. Panthers, represent. Panthers were playing in the Dome this weekend as well. I don't know if they ended up winning. Why don't you look that up for me? Uh, the pride of the Hawkeye 10. So we, we couldn't do what we do without our, our great sponsors here. Um, Williams and Bloom and the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Oh, so, uh, Heelan got him. Heelan got him? Yeah. Bad? 16-13. Oh, yeah. yeah. Defensive struggle there, it seems like. Heelan. Oh, Heelan. Uh, any more meat to pick off the bone with BYU? I mean, I, I, I did uh, the Sama thing. Like, I, I feel like deserves a little bit more of a note. Yes. Those those runs were different. Like, it, He's electric. When he gets yeah. space, it's over. It's completely over. Is he out of the doghouse now? I, like, It must have been because he fumbled. I think he that was part of it. And then th- Eli... And, Not doghouse. Yeah, that sounds, yeah, it wrong, sounds but, good. But Eli and, and, and Norton have been pretty good. I think... Again, Cart had a really impressive run for a touchdown. He had, Eli was 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 good again, even catching the ball to back. Like Carson Hansen, another Dude, guy there. He's got a different level. Like I almost wish he was redshirting. Yeah, you kind of thought the same thing. I just there are, and then one thing I wanted to hit on. Uh, two things: Jamison Patton getting the start. Yeah, I wanted to go there next. To on on that third safety, but then also I thought. One of the biggest plays of the game, if you go back and watch it, BYU has the ball down 10-7, and TJ Tampa makes an unbelievable play on yeah. a tight end. Yeah, he like really just did. a Great point. He he is... We're not he, talking about the defense enough. No, he is he has had such a great year, like such a great year, that he, sh- he, he, he should and will be first team all Big 12. Where do you I, think he'll get drafted? I, I think he's, based on what I kind of hear in late, late first is a possibility... Can I'd I, say I'd say mid second, 
early mid second is I wanna, probably the more likely. I want to give Miles Purchase a shout out. Yes, too. He, yes, I he think, had a couple. If I'm not mistaken, plays. I think he graded out better than any starter on Pro oh, Football Focus really? last night. So he he really did get benched. Purchase, yes, by for in that Williams? Kansas game. Oh, okay, he, like that. Like, from what I understand, okay. like it was because of performance, and then they put him back. Bloom, he's been lights out since, since they put him back. back in. Like so, shout out to that guy. I, mean, I don't know if benched is the right word, but yeah. he. Well, John was, Tez, John Tez has been coming. Yeah, John Tez is really. Yeah. But, but my point is, like, it was not like a. Oh, he was late for a meeting. That was what I thought. Like, no, like he, Matt said so. So, like, shout out to Miles Purchase for doing that. And and okay, so I will say this: they got to get Cooper back to beat Texas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I That's thought Jay, I thought Jay Patton played played well, but yes, it's not. The BYU. Yeah, I'm not skill. here to kill Patton. No. I'm saying it's different. The though. skill players that Texas has, it's another level. I mean, this these they have the best skill in the country, in my opinion. I would make the argument that they maybe have the best offensive defensive line combo in the country too. Yeah, they're they're right up there. They are they are super super good. But actually, they, the best grade. I'm looking at this Pro Football Focus. Drew Surges had the best grade. In a limited number of snaps. I was going with starters. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Purchase, purchase yeah. was the high. How did, how did TJ? I disagree with with this. It's not perfect. Well, TJ got dinged for you missed poor tackle tackling. Or two. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, I still think TJ's great. But yes, it it was. Um, Will McLaughlin continues to the linebackers. Up. Are They're just, just it's just really it's really enjoyable to watch when that team plays my. Well, like it did yesterday. My fear, though. So, last night was a really good example of what happens when you can get pressure with your front three. Mm-hmm. Because then, like this, that poor Juco for yeah, he was he was so lost with the dime stack. Yep. Like he had no, no freaking clue. clue where those guys were coming from. What, he was just Brent. That guy was about, so confused. We didn't talk about that enough. Like it is hard. Somebody ran the numbers. I didn't. In fact, I if I had. We should run this at some point. The first time you see Iowa State's dime stack, the the quarterback numbers are awful. I believe awful. it. But it gets better every time you, you do it. You play against it. Um, but clearly that guy had never... That guy's first start or second start, he well, had never seen anything like it. And Kalani Satake and that coaching staff hasn't ever really competed. And that's, that's the other part of it, too. You know? Right. It's not even the quarterback. It's the playing Iowa State. Well, and general. they've been an independent playing these weird teams. They don't play that defense out west like that. That's and and you know, that should have gotten more attention we I didn't, think. We pre-game. whiffed, we whiffed yeah. on that Wednesday. Yeah. We didn't we didn't that do did, that. Just like it's obvious cuz I kept thinking like gosh, seven and a half, eight points seems like a lot and got up to nine. I I listen, I'm not right very often. I told you on Wednesday the number for that game was ridiculously off. 40 and a half. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that they covered too, halfway through the second quarter. Low. Way too low. But I, it, did, I, did, I, did, I cannot, for my mind, understand why that number was that low. Yeah, I. Uh, but that's so now to Texas. Ewers has played. Texas has played the dime stack before. This is a whole new challenge for that defense. Yeah, and on I Saturday. just frankly, I don't think they're going to be able to get pressure with three. Very that's going to be hard. So it's going to be really that, hard. Hence, why the yes. Jeremiah Cooper thing is just so important. Yep, and he warmed up. Yes, he did. He warm was up. in uniform. He was in uniform. In fact, they put a promo picture out on the Saw Twitter that. feed, like with him, and it 
God, those guys are just, they're always trying to throw somebody off. Do you think like Kalani Sataki had, had a guy monitoring hey. the Iowa State Twitter? Hey, look at look at the social. No, so point being there, I don't, based on what we've seen this yeah. year, we have no evidence that gives us faith that Iowa State will be able to get pressure with three. I agree with that. Enhances the importance of the safety play, specifically in the run game. But also, I mean, Kansas had good good skill guys and really burned that secondary. Sure did. And Texas has better guys than them. Sure do. So really important that I would guess Cooper will be back based on the language we heard going into this week. But you want him to be healthy because those like Worthy and uh, oh, these, those the other boys guy, are oof. My goodness. So you have that. And um, I, you know, the offense—it's kind of like bring it on with the challenge. I, I think they're ready yeah, for I think the they're challenge. Ready. I agree with that. And I don't think that Iowa State's coaching staff will lull into that game thinking that they're just going to run on first and second down. And I just no, can't imagine. I, you saw it a little bit against, you know, a couple trick plays against Kansas. I think this is one of those games where you you put it all out there. This is the last time you're going to play Texas. Well, and you're already bowl eligible. You're bowl eligible. You don't have that pressure. Uh, so let's talk about this right now. The path to the Big 12 championship game. When and you're in, right? It is not, it's not the case, unfortunately. It's not. There are, it gets super complicated because there, there is a scenario where it's a three or four way tie and it's not as easy as it sounds. Okay. So based on what I could guess and do the, do the math and also check in some scenarios, it is my opinion and I'll if, tell me if I'm wrong because Chris Andringa, if you're listening, let me know. We'll put it out there. We just need to have him be yeah. like our. Producer. We need we need him we need him to just tell us if we're right or wrong. From what I understand, Iowa State would need to win out and needs Oklahoma to lose a game. Yeah, that would make sense because there's a there's a scenario where and, and it the reason why it gets goofy, everybody, is because since everybody doesn't play everybody like years past. They can't just it goes off of like win loss of your opponent. So the, or, yeah, they can't. Yeah. So not everyone's going to have a head to head. Yeah, and if there's a three way tie, not everyone's going to. So it goes to this really convoluted formula. If there's a three or four way tie, that it's not even worth explaining. You can go to the Big Twelve, and even the Big Twelve website is confusing as heck. That I even got lost trying to figure it out today. But the best I could gather is Iowa State would not only need to win out, but also need Oklahoma to uh, lose a game. But there is still a scenario. If Iowa State loses to Texas and beats K-State, it could be in a monster tie for second and still potentially get in if the right dominoes fall. But that would require a bunch of losses across the board. This is such a loser mentality, and I know the team doesn't think this, and but I can. Like I'm not even worried about that. Like, if they're in that spot, like, we'll just let the... Yeah, and like, I think that's the right... If they beat Texas, the then all of a sudden, like, I'm going to... Uh, but I, like, yeah. I am so thrilled that this team got bowl eligible with the amount of young play and everything they've been through with the gambling deal. Like, I, I'm just... Yeah, you're just ecstatic. It's house it, money at this point. I, I, I'm with... I mean, it's, it's November 12th, and Iowa State is still in title contention in the Big 12. That is awesome. Now, you, you ultimately, you hope you... I mean, it's going to be fun. Saturday is just, it is literally one of those games where I don't think there's a whole lot of pressure on Iowa State. I don't. I don't either. It's all on Texas. I, I think it's on Texas. Texas is playing for a national championship. Texas you know? is favored by eight. Like, your Iowa State's not expected to win that. You're on national primetime TV. I think there was more pressure on Iowa State against Kansas 
at that home game Completely than there is you. against Texas this week. Completely agree. Um, so I just I think it's one of those games where it's like, roll it out there, see what you got. Like this will be fun. This is one of those where nobody believes outside of your building probably that you can do this, and this is the reason why you come to Iowa State. You're playing in Big Twelve contention against arguably a top five team in the country for the last time in Ames. Let's go have some fun, boys. Can I make the point that I've been trying to make one more time? That what you saw on Saturday night is just more evidence as to why this Iowa State program is set up very well in the new Big 12. It's, it's telling you guys, ringing true. Yep. I was talking with some people before basketball today about it as well, and like that – like BYU is not very good. Let let's be honest. Like they're they're they still a long a way to five go. win team. I yeah. mean that team went and won at Arkansas, so they're not dog shit. You know they're yeah yeah. But and they my, beat my, up Texas Tech. My point is though, again, when this Iowa State roster, when this Iowa State program is playing similar rosters, it does really well. Campbell's and his staff do really well. Now when they got to play up, it gets different. You yeah. know, and you're not going to win every game. I'm not I'm not trying to say that. But you look next year, I mean, okay, maybe Utah. Like, maybe Utah's the head-on favorite next year if Cam yep. Rising's back. Like, I, I, but like State will be good again, probably. Kansas with, State's going to be there, yeah. but, like, Iowa State's top five roster-wise yeah. next year. Definitely. It, keep the guys. Yeah, well, that's on you. That's your job. Working on it. Uh, we'll move on to basketball here momentarily. Yeah, just, I'm just our... thrilled, thrilled for football. I mean, this has been one of those seasons. It's... It's it reminds me a lot of 2017 where it's you not not maybe as dramatic as that year was with the the crazy upset wins, but you can see the foundation that is being built for years ahead, and I think that's the most exciting part. Here's what we're gonna do: we're gonna do basketball right now, then we will do our Wiffles hybrids Big Twelve segment, yeah, crazy week, and then we will do guess the point spread. Perfect. That's what's coming up. Shout out to our friends at Kelderman Manufacturing. We're now looking at. If you're an engineer out there uh, or a purchasing agent, you work for a company that outsources laser cutting, I'm telling you my guys at Kellerman Manufacturing will beat the other laser cutting shops. They'll beat their times. They'll beat their prices. Kellerman has the ability to do bend and weld and powder coat with the parts. Guys, Kelderman.com. This is an incredible company down in Oskaloosa. They're huge Cyclone fans. Give them a shot to earn your business. Kelderman.com for more. Iowa State men's basketball starts the year 3-0. The women lost to Drake today, and it was a really entertaining game. Super entertaining. I actually, to be honest, feel better about that team after that loss. I'm with you. In a weird way. I'm with you. Um, But we'll start with the men. Brent, they're just killing these teams. Yes. I always think of you because you called that Jackson State game that was 49-45. to Forty nine thirty nine. Oh, <laughs> whatever. Uh, I got today was the most confident I've been though. I, I was there today. I was one of like three media members there because everybody was flying back from Utah with Caitlin Clark or down at the women's game. <laughs> Don't get um, me started. The Drake Iowa yeah. State women's game. So there's hardly any media there. Yeah. Um, I was there and. The, the shots weren't falling. Like, it wasn't this game where they're just hitting everything. And they still dropped 86 and just beat the crap out of this team. They, they forced 24 turnovers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the questions we kind of had in the offseason was, okay, your, your talent's getting better. 
will you be able to do the defensive intensity? Right. I've not seen the updated Ken Palm number. They were four going into today. I can't imagine they drop off of that. Yeah, they're at three now. Okay, so now, granted, who have you played? I, I understand. And a lot of it's based on last year, too. Yeah, right I understand now. all of that. But I think this group has proven to us that they are still very defensive-oriented, and this group is willing to die for loose balls and do the dirty things as well. We learned that in the first week. And what this team has that the last two didn't have is depth. Last, If you look at Iowa State, well, two years ago and then last year, started out really strong. I think got worn down. Mm-hmm. I mean, you play that hard for that yeah, long. they weren't subbing a ton. They just and, only yeah. had seven or eight guys. And then Shun gets hurt, tweaks a back last year, and they just didn't really have much there. Now... Like you're, there's guys that you're like. I wish he would play more because he's been really good, but he's you can only play so many. And so, what does that mean? It means you can rotate bodies in there. Yeah, and guys can play harder in shorter spurts, which leads to the drop off defensively has been zero. In fact, they're almost causing more chaos than they did a year ago. They're doing a lot more full court stuff. You've got length on length on length. I think Hassan Ward. It doesn't look like it in the box score, but he has made an unbelievably great impact at the rim that he did not do much last year because he, he wasn't as physical last year. He wasn't around much. And even Rob Jones is TJ talked really about good. him in the post He's game. Been really, really good. And I know it's the non-conference, but there is, you got, and I mean, Rob's gotten a hard time over the, the past couple of years. He is legitimately much better. He has, he has worked yeah, on his game. No doubt. He is, looks more athletic. He's more bouncy. And he's been a great, he's had a great player. Trey King looks like this team. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but it just seems to me it has the most pieces, winning pieces, in my opinion, uh, since that Niang, uh, Monte Morris, Matt Thomas team in 15. Like, I think this team is that good. I think the ceiling for this team is heat up. And again, it's November 12th, so probably, and I know the, the league's going to be really good. I think this team has two or three seed potential. I really do. I do too. I think it is now you're going to have to win some games. Like You are not there yet. You don't have the hype yet. But just from, from, from what I see, this team has all of the tools at its disposal to win a bunch of games, and they can win a variety of ways. Because you're right, they did not shoot it well today. But you got Keyshawn Gilbert going downhill. You got Curtis Jones getting in there. You got Trey King well, up on. Like, there's just so many opportunities for Iowa State to have success. Jones was the guy today who kind of popped up, right? He didn't play very well the first he did not. two. He did not. I asked him after the game if he felt the most comfortable, and he was like, "Yeah." He he basically said he was very overwhelmed in the first two games, and then and I asked TJ the same question, and he and he referenced. You know, we tell him he's like Steph Curry. He's got a green light to just go out there, come off the screens and shoot because we know how good he can be. And that's a – you talk about depth. It's like, well, how many years has this been? Like if Kalsher and Brockington aren't making shots, you or, then you're screwed. You had nothing. Yeah, and you now there's zero. these multiple guys. It's And multiple guys that – You can, got a McDonald's All-American who's playing like 10 minutes a game right now. It, it, but it's it's not only just multiple guys that can make shots, but it's manufacture points, which is the biggest thing. Because what Keyshawn Gilbert can do is something that Iowa State hasn't had in a long, long time. That's that, that 6'4", 6'5", guy that can get to the rim and go to the free throw line. 
the best way to break a drought on offense is to get to the free throw line. And Gilbert is just a different dimension. We haven't even talked about Momchilovich yet. Mm-hmm. But that guy, he's Dude, the just Dirk Nowitzki fadeaways. He's unguardable. He's really unguardable at that point. Now he's not. He he's still a little bit of ways away. I think defensively, he, but he's better than I thought he would be. He's already grown tremendously there. I just think this team has so many pieces that I they're going to start getting some national attention. I, I maybe maybe it's Orlando when they're down. I'm there. guessing, but they are they're very much under the radar right now. Uh, but not for long, because I think this team this team will be ranked soon. And uh, I, I firmly believe, from what I've seen, it's getting one week into college basketball. This is this is a team, in my opinion, that is top 15 talent and, and, and composure well, and continuity. We'll find out. The other half of that bracket in Orlando has Texas A&M yeah, who's and good. Florida Atlantic. Atlantic. They're both, both top, top 15. 15 teams. Yep. So it don't, you're not going to have to wait long, but, it, but again... My my greater takeaway from the week is that we've seen these Otzelberger teams the last two years not struggle against this type of team. They they always yeah, they prevailed. They didn't lose these games. But it wasn't always fun. <laughs> right? Fat. You didn't always go to Hilton and walk out being like, like oh, amped up about what you just saw. Totally. To- like I don't I always say did not play well today and still won by thirty. And made did not really make a shot and still won by thirty. Like this this reminds me a lot of this, and it, it's different even than those Fred era teams because this team plays defense too. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I just, I just think this team, the the way it got put together, it's 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 going to be a fun winter, fun winter for the men's basketball team. Women's team had a really good win against Butler. They have to wait almost a full week to play Drake, which is always tough. We've seen some of Finley's best teams lose at the Nap Center, so this isn't yeah, anything to panic they're over. Good. So they they have one of the worst second quarters of the Finley era yes. today. Yeah, it, was, I mean, it was really, it was really – and they bounced back, come back, tie it up. Took the lead? Took the lead in the third quarter. And it, the, the, so they ended up losing by 12, but that game was much, much closer than it. I, I actually walked away from that really – enthusiastic about it. Like, this is going to be a... They're going to take some lumps along the way. It is. But the fact that they were able to bounce back like that, and they, I will say this about this group, they don't play like freshmen. They are a very confident group of young women, despite the fact that they've never really played at this level before. Yes. I, uh, that, that was my biggest t- takeaway Monday, and then again today is, man, when, when Addie Brown and Audie aren't on the floor, you're like, put them back in there. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, that's Audie was awesome She today. was so good. Like, the question, I think, for the, both of those two, and also Bristow and, and Jackson was, well, how long is it going to take for them to get acclimated? They look like they belong now. And it's game two. Mm-hmm. That's great. Like, Audie, they could not guard Audie today. They no. could not guard her. Now, Drake is, Drake is smaller Correct. than the Big 12 schools, but Audie... Audie has a chance to be a superstar. Uh, and I think Addie Brown is a winner. I think Jackson's a winner. I think Kelsey Jones is going to be a really good player, too. So I, you know, disappointing to lose that game. But I, I agree. Chris, I just think, a weekend. The, the key I think, is your expectations. Yeah, I mean, I, if, if you're expecting them to win the Big 12, you're going to be let down. But if you're going into this with the reality of what it is, and it's going to be a fun ride. Five true freshmen playing a lot of minutes, so I uh, I'm excited for them, and they are super entertaining. They needed they got kind of caught up in it, you know, fourth quarter, missed some shots at the rim. Um, 
and then defensively, not sharp in the fourth quarter during that stretch. And they'll clean that up. That's I was the, listening to Noah on my way home from the men. Yeah. I didn't get to see any of it, but just way too many easy drives. But again, you're you're young. That your biggest growth for freshmen always comes on the defensive end, and they'll get there. I think they'll figure it out. They're tremendous talents, good length, and I. I think uh, the future is really bright for women's basketball. They're going to get better as this year goes on, um, but but very encouraging sign today. Let's do our Wiffles Hybrids Big 12 segment, and then we will guess the point spreads with our friends from WebWise. Wiffles presents the, our Big 12 segment each and every Sunday and Wednesday during the season. Plant your independence, plant Wiffles. Texas, I, admit, I mean, this game, I'd turn it off. So did I. Texas almost lost yeah. at TCU. Quinn Ewers passed for 317 yards. The big story here, Jonathan Brooks tore his ACL. He is out, and that will have an impact on next week's game. The only thing I would say is Texas has a lot of guys like Jonathan they do. Brooks. That's the thing. It's, like, it's oh. not a huge deal, but nonetheless, it, I mean, that's one of the top running backs in college football who will not play next week in Ames. Yeah, it's just, I, I, Texas still playing for everything, so... Love the spot for Iowa State, you know, but you know Texas isn't going to just sleepwalk up up to Ames no. either. Like this is not, this is not two years ago. Where remember two years ago they were coming off, they're kind of going the wrong way. They had the situation with the assistant coach and the oh the pulse and, and the the pulse. <laughs> <laughs> I just made oh Bloom, my god! I just made Bloom choke. <laughs> She's yes. the pole assassin. He's still there. The pole assassin, so she's still around. The well, program? I don't know if she is. That's a good question. Is the pole assassin? She had the monkeys. The <laughs> the, uh, the coach is still the there. The pole assassin. And then the, they had a haunted the, house, and, and the pole assassin's monkeys were bit a kit biting children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the and then the defensive line coach went on a tirade after the game in the bus. In the bus. Yes, and that got caught on camera. Like, the, yeah. So. Anyway, can I say this real quick though? That was, we try and keep it fairly PG. The pole assassin is one of the great stripper names. Uh, seriously, the shoe fits. I yes. hope she's still around the program. Uh, that's a good question. Jeff Banks was the. Is that the guy's name? Yeah, Google pole assassin. I just did, and it's all from 2021. Oh, so I don't know. Well, is, is the pole assassin still around? I'm going to do is, this. Uh, Pole assassin still around, still in business. Uh, nobody knows. We'll do some research. This Sarkeesian week. just made her go we'll, live in a cave. We'll uh, update the folks on Wednesday. Okay, because we'll, I know people are concerned. We'll I will look that up investigating. tonight. Yes, yes. Uh, call this one. This is one of my locks of the week. I did not see Central Florida beating Oklahoma State by forty-two. I did think that they would win, and wow. Uh, Oklahoma State, we, we said it last week on this show when we let, read their remaining schedule. We said that is a daunting task. There was a reason why the point spread was only two and a half, and uh, that was never even a game. No, and they started pouring down rain. Yeah, and then Oklahoma State looked miserable. No, they they, they, they wanted to be there. No part of that. Uh, the other game, we were, we were on fire last week. We said that Texas Tech – was a terrifying game for Kansas coming back after that emotional win. Tech goes on the road and beats them 16 to 13. Yeah. And that was, uh, Bean got hurt first quarter and the, yeah, that's a huge deal. Yeah. And they just did not move the so ball. So you're down to your third string quarter. You know what's interesting? How about this stat? 
Kansas and Iowa State are averaging the same amount of points in conference play. Really? Yeah. After all this stuff. Hmm. And, speaking of Kansas, guess who's uh, maybe number one on the short list at A&M? Leipold? Leipold. Would he go there? He'd have $12 million reasons why. Uh, I don't think he'll go there. I don't know. I mean, it, you know, Matt will get brought up. I don't think Matt will get brought up there. I think it Matt, just... I think Matt... So, it's interesting, because Michigan State's looking, too, and you're going to fight over the same couple of folks. I just... I think Leipold and Matt would be foolish. You want to go and be... You want that job where they just ran... A, they just paid $80 million to fire Jimbo Fisher. What if you go 6-6 six and six next year? Well, then you get $60 million. I know, but I I, actually, I think that Matt and Lance are both more... They're probably doing okay. They're pretty happy with yeah. where they are. They can do whatever they want. Their athletic directors leave them alone, right? Like, there's a lot of benefits to being it's, in an established program that you built. I am curious if Matt starts popping up here in some of these... He will. I think he will. That's not on his end. It's no, just, it's, he will. Same reason like Leipold gets brought up. And Leipold said this week that he's not going anywhere. This is going to be his last job. Yeah. Well, which always coaches, makes you nervous. Coaches lie. But yeah, yeah. so Kansas just didn't. Co- tech, you, tech just was out out physical to him. I was, coaches I was are all liars. You know that, right? They they tend to not. They all the just all the they lie. Deception. Oklahoma. Blew out West Virginia. Yeah. Uh, all right, um, the the Baylor stuff. Oof. I don't think he's gonna make it, dude. Like I told you when he said last week, where my it's a yeah. broken locker room. Yeah. Hey, Dave, don't say that out loud. He's got a monster contract though because they gave him a huge extension. Takes one call to a Baptist. I oil know. Guy. I know. If it's A and M proves that money is usually not an object down there, but. Man, they finalized that contract literally less than a year ago. Congratulations to Cincinnati for its first Big 12 win. But again, if you beat Houston, is it your? Does that count? Isn't that that's an American win, right? Still. Well, I mean, these teams are all beating each other for their first Big 12 win, and I just like, well, I mean, you're not beating a Big 12 team yet. That's a good yeah. point. So asterisk. Aranda's contract runs through 2029. Jeez. And they don't disclose. Uh, they can't fire him then. They don't disclose it. I would guess he's no making way. seven or eight million a year. No way they can fire him. So that would be. I Can I make a point? That would they be $60 million. Sh- they should not fire him. I mean, they're going the wrong way. I understand. They just, they, it the, seems like. If I could sit in front of Baylor's regents. Do they have regents? They don't have regents. They just have people on their pulpit. Mm-hmm. This is what I would say to them. Listen, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. You won the Big 12 two years ago, okay? Which, that that should not be lost on this. No, I'm with you. This is a guy who who led you to that, okay? So don't forget about that. Now, are things bad right now? Absolutely they are. But you need need some hard truth, Baylor. You are not Texas. Nope. You are not Texas A&M. You may not even be TCU. Okay, you are better off writing this thing out for just a little bit to see if he can write the ship than completely blowing the thing up. Yeah, he's a good coach. I think so, but he's just—they're not just losing games now. They're getting 
Yeah. Obliterated by teams. He, <laughs> they have enough money to buy a bunch of players. Yeah, I, and I think, curious what they'll do with the staff then. Well, uh, Grimes is going to get fired. He's got to get fired at this point. And I don't know. Their defensive guy isn't doing a great job either. Well, Aranda's supposed to be a defensive guy. I know. Guy. It's crazy. I mean, but just, Grimes was great last he year. He was. Two years ago. Two sure. years ago, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Bizarre. Do you know who uh, is the win- big winner out of this whole deal? Joey McGuire. So after he left, Taylor right. has not been the same. You're right. And, the, and again, we, we discussed this. We don't think he'd go back there. But yeah, we feel like... Feels like McGuire's got a pretty thing, good thing. I, I just can't imagine he's going to be thrilled to go back to Waco, but we'll see. Yeah, I, it's uh, something to watch. I think McGuire's start getting some attention for some of these bigger jobs too. I really do. Like A and if I'm A and M, why wouldn't you call McGuire? Interesting. I think you got to keep an eye on it. Trywebwise.com. Take it from me. Don't get ripped off. On your website. There's a lot of folks out there that will tell you that they need, oh, you need custom. You need, no, you don't. Get yourself a standard WordPress website. My guys at WebWise will do it for you at a really, really affordable price. I use them all the time. Guess the point spread. It's going to be a good week. The Big 12 has potential to be complete chaos over the next two weeks. Complete chaos. Iowa State is a well, – right now you can get them at nine. What's that over-under? Can I guess? Yeah. 53. 48 and a half. Okay. All right. No respect for this Iowa State offense. It's resurgent. Oklahoma at BYU. Oh, by the way, did you see BYU handed out hot chocolate and brownies to all the visitors? That's nice. And apparently, it was an awesome road trip for people. People had a great time. Now, the game result, helps. helpful. But helps. super hospitable. I heard the environment was really good. And they got brownies and hot chocolate. Unbelievable. Won't get that in Kinnick. Guaranteed. <laughs> um, you might get urine You might get urine. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, oh, the old pee bomb. Uh, no hot chocolate there. I'm going to say Oklahoma is a 21-point favorite. 24. Sheesh. Mm-hmm. So Iowa, speaking of Iowa, mm-hmm. do they rehire Brian Ferry? I hope so. That would make me very happy. Cincinnati at West Virginia. Cincinnati at West Virginia. Oof. West Virginia, ten and a half. Six and a half. Hmm. Interesting. Lines off? That's that's off. Baylor at TCU, one of those hot rivalries that they had to protect. Yeah. That's right. Pissed everybody off. TCU, 13. 13? Yeah. Buddy boy. Oklahoma State at Houston. Oklahoma State, 12. Seven and a half. Oof. What? Lines off? Maybe. The lines off? I, I just, Oklahoma State's weird to me. I don't, 
the analytics hate him. I don't get him. I don't understand him. No, I, I don't think that line's off, actually. I Be careful, Oklahoma State. Central Florida at Texas Tech. Oh, I like this game. Um, Tech, six. Three. Hmm. That one's off. But UCF's just different with they are. Plumlee at quarterback. They are. They're, and they, they looked really good yesterday. That is a weird road trip, though, for them. I've been there. Sunflower State. Kansas State at Kansas. Quarterback Ooh, issues, issues now for yeah. Kansas. K-State looks the part. Um, K-State favored by four and a half. You are incorrect. You can get it at eight. Holy smokes. You can get it at six and a half. So there's some discrepancy oh, in this okay. line. I think, I yeah, Kansas is going the wrong way here. be interesting to see how they re- regroup. That's it for your Big 12. So what do we look at? I mean, let, let me pull up my odds real quick. Odds to win the Big 12. What do you think? Let's see where Iowa State is in this uh, this parlance here. We've got hold up. All right, conference winner Christopher Williams. Odds to win the Big Twelve. Go. There are Texas. Eight teams listed. Texas is the favorite. Yes. <sighs> Minus one ten. One sixty. Wow. All all the way down there, huh? Mm hmm. Okay. Well. Then Kansas State's got to be two now, right? They're four. What? Because again, I think Oklahoma. Is it those damn tiebreakers? Oklahoma. So Oklahoma's two. Then Oklahoma doesn't play K State. I don't think. Right? So what are they like plus three hundred? Oklahoma's three sixty. And then Oklahoma State still up there. Yeah, at six. Wow. Then K State at nine. So their their tiebreaker must just suck. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, again, you're right. I'm sure there's a reason here. Iowa State is fifth. Because if, if it had nothing to do with a tiebreaker and just like who, which teams yeah. are the best no, right K-State now, K State would be two. two. I agree. But there's, and they're not far behind Texas. I, I'm with you. I would like to see that. I mean, we just saw that game. I'd like to see that game again. Uh, in fact, let's, let me ask you this two games remaining for Iowa State. What's the more difficult game? At Kansas State? I think it is, too. I think it is, too. I would say if that game is played Saturday, Iowa State would be more of an underdog in Manhattan. I would agree. Than the 8-9 that they're underdogs. Texas is a weird team, too, because some people have them power rated very differently than others. Yes. Let's Let's see where Iowa State is now in the old power index. Uh, now ahead of Iowa, by the way. Notable. 32nd. Iowa is 33rd. All right. Texas Tech is 31. And Texas is 9th. Should be a fun week. Appreciate you, Bloom. Thank you. Oh, Shaq got another beer. It's a good look I, uh, it's That's the first in 15 years. <laughs> if, if, if Iowa State beats Texas, I'll do another one. How about oh, that? Oh, okay. On the Amish bench in the RV Village. Okay. You got my word. Over Chris Hassel? Over Chris Hassel. Just getting yeah. yes. beer all over him.
Weren't you impressed by my form though? Like, yeah, it was really good. Okay. You, you, I know you too. There's no way that was just your natural. You went and studied that before. Oh, I, I spent a portion of the second quarter YouTube because yes. I had forgotten how to do it. I'm not dumb. Because, yeah, I would have looked like that Texas Tech girl if it would have, <laughs> if, it, if I did it the first. Like I, I had, I had help because I was like, I don't want to end up on the internet. All right, we'll be back on Wednesday at 1.30. You can watch us live, and uh, we may have a guest this week. Oh, there's still been, out there. There's been correspondence still again. Still out there. By the way, Larry Eustachie's son was on the Idaho State coaching staff today. Does that have anything to do with uh, the guest? Maybe. Maybe. It's just a total wild card, as you can imagine. Like It's like, oh, I hear from him, and then I don't for People a month. People think we're being catfished, and I don't think I, we are. I, I really don't think we are. Because this would be a long... Well, whoever is catfishing me is Larry Stacey. has way too much specific information on like what Larry's doing these days. I'll see him down in uh, Orlando, because he's with... That's coming up, Boise. Too. So me yeah. and, I'm going to try and do a meet and greet with me and Larry. Perfect. I was, I've been texting with, uh, look, listen, humble brag. Oh, here we go. With Coach McCarney. Oh, yeah. Coach McCarney may be, end up on the video board on Saturday. Nice. We'll sneak peek for something. For we will. You heard it here first. <laughs> Can he shotgun a Ames logger? Uh, now, now we're talking. Now we're how much? How many? How much do you need donated for Dan McCartney to shotgun an Ames logger on the video board? Oh, you know Pollard's going to lose his mind. Yeah, I say I don't know. I don't know I, if I don't, I don't Jamie's think. okay with that. Um, <laughs> I would donate my life savings myself to get that to happen. Actually, better you than me. So I'll let you do that, yeah, and I'll watch it. But for now, I don't think Coach will have a beer. On the video board, but he's, <laughs> he's not going to have a beer, but he'll be like six vodkas in. We'll see, we'll, we'll see what we get Coach Mac to do. All right. He's Brent Boyle. My name's Chris Williams. We're presented by Mac Dine, as always. Have a great work week, everybody. Cheers.